Hey, it's Underscore of the Time Pals. This week, Shadow Spartan brings us a two-part look at Magic the Gathering controversies, and we introduce a mighty new pal named Boosh. Good news, everyone! You are listening to the Time Pals podcast, a monthly episodic podcast where we, the super best friends, cover a wide array of topics from the freaks and geeks of the information superhighway to legends of the squared circle and to the darkest corners of the nerd jungle where few fear to tread. But we don't talk about Hilldale. We all know that it's nothing but a breeding ground for tranks, lobos, and zip heads. Anybody get that reference? I think that is a no. Maybe Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Monomic. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the future part two. <clears throat> anyway, welcome travelers. <laughs> I am one of your bestest time pals. I make up one third of the lakeside killers. I am Brett, the Bortman Baker, a.k.a. B-Dub, a.k.a. Mountain of Man, a.k.a. Brett, the Fudgy Homo Erectus. <laughs> that's right, Bortron 3030. No, 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 that's okay. No applause, ne- nobody? <laughs> okay. <laughs> tough, tough time-space <laughs> continuum. <laughs> And joining me, as always, is the co-founder of this time vessel, the twoest of thirds in the Lakeside Killers, the hobo meat wagon, the Duke of Luger, the man that if the world broke out in an infection of macho madness, he would be patient zero. Michael, the Mikey underscore. You feel good about that? You like that one? You feel happy? You're, you're patient okay. zero. God damn it. So first off, it. you can't use the term zipper when referring, referring to an Asian person like me, like ever. <laughs> and the other thing too is as everybody's starter minority, I don't mind being the two thirds of the lakeside killers. That's fine. But let's ease some people in. So I'm Mikey underscore. I am the third co-host because we now roped in Dom which he'll be introduced to. we got a brand new person for you guys. So go right ahead, Baker. Surely. And joining us once again, the man we can't live without. The master to my chief. The bird Jesus. The ball pit of destruction. The man who puts the dom in Findom. Mothers, hide your sarks. It's Shadow Spartan. Hey, be sure to find me on YouTube. My most recent video is actually on today's topic, and that's kind of what inspired me to mainly host this episode. Ooh! (laughs) And then for this man, I'm going to do my best Howard Finkel impression. And introducing the new challenger, standing at 8 feet 7 inches tall, weighing in at 358 pounds, from West Newberry, Massachusetts. No, right, no. From Venice Beach, California. <laughs> nope. Uh, from Death Valley, here is Bobby Boosh. Oh, hey, so great to see you. It's the American Dream. <laughs> what a wonderful, fantastic intro. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Bobo. <laughs> wow, am, I, am, I, am I the most caffeinated of all of us right now? Yeah, so. so let's bail out. Let's bail out the board, man. <laughs> Um, so go ahead, Shadow Spartan. What do we got on tap today? <laughs> All right. So this is where I take over. <laughs> oh my God, you have to. Okay. Thank you, Brett, for the wonderful intro and all the good work you do for us. So, Magic the Gathering. How familiar are you guys with Magic since it came out in 1993 and I was only one years old at the time? What were you guys doing at that time? Bobby, you start. You're the newest. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, 1993, I think I was 
math is hard seven but i i i do remember <laughs> i do i do remember magic the gathering i did play as a kid i remember uh like right in the cusp of like eighth grade and ninth grade like i discovered somehow getting cards and i remember like that was like a transition where i was listening to like heavy metal and stuff like that I remember like opening my first pack and it had this card that I still remember till this day. It's called Dark Ritual. And I was like, Dad, this, that's metal. This is a metal game. That, that is metal. <laughs> yeah. Mm, nice. And it, like gives you it gives you like four or five more like skull manas. You have like different different lands, if you will, different colored types um, that you're able to pull. And black was like the zombies and the, the vampires. And I was obsessed with that. My my brother got into it, my best friend who live by it and um we pretty much like i i think i did more collecting than i did playing i did play a lot but every time like my brother uh would always just kick my ass at it and i was like <laughs> pretty annoying he always had like just like the most annoying cards because he mm-hmm. like after high school he was able to go to like the wizard of the coasts in Concord when they oh, had it there wow. back in the day in the mall. They were like, Was yeah. that in Sun Valley? Yeah. Oh wow. Now yes. I remember walking by there when it was when it first opened and going like, Wow, what wondrous world is this? And I was like, <laughs> Wow, that is the coolest looking place I've ever seen. And then I walked in and I was like, Wow, it's just cards. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, There's there's nothing in here for me. That's that's just kind of how dense I was as a kid. Like, not I didn't. It didn't even cross my mind that like, why don't you buy a deck and join? I just was like, nope, there's nothing here. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. My brother's (laughs) like, my brother's like two years older than me, so I remember like specifically after school, like before I got into theater and all this stuff. um, Like, I remember going like he was going to Wizard of the Coast. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go, but I'm not going to tell him I'm going, which is weird. <laughs> like, cause I was like nervous. Like, I was like, I don't want to be like an outlier. But I remember coming in with a deck and he was, and like, and I was like, hey, do you want to play? He's like, no, I'm with my friends. Get out of here. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I never stepped out of that window. I shall train in secret. Yeah, I shall train in secret. <laughs> and I did beat him a bunch of times, but yeah, some collecting and. Just we we played for years. And I I played some like um, store tournaments for like drafts and stuff like that, and with boosters. Um, I do have some funny stories actually, kind of about that, but I'll I'll tell that later. But that's kind of my extent through Magic the Gathering. I don't play anymore, but I do know a bit about it. Yeah, and like I said, I saw it at the I saw it at the mall, and um, and it was cool. But then like later on, I saw it as like getting into the kind of the video game wasn't there a lot of magic video games coming out too at a certain point no i don't think so i think there was like a a might and magic and like other magical games but i'm not sure if magic the gathering really put out any games not like the warhammer well like the warhammer series or anything like that i think it was just like i guess yeah. oh, okay then i guess the card thing went through me i remember seeing a video game it was a card battle video game, and I thought, "Oh, that 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 I, that you know piqued my interest, you know." But I never went down that road. But I was like, "That I would get into." But it was just kind of I had found my own stuff by that point, you know. I found StarCraft, and it was over, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't know if there was too many video games, because the only one was 2003, Magic the Bathering Battlegrounds, which very loosely follows the card game. Oh. Well, maybe. maybe that there was, was one that was supposed to come out on Sega Saturn, and it got cancelled in mid, and something with a lawsuit against the claim. Um, there is a rare arcade game published by a claim in 1997. Um there's only a few machines that were made. So it looks like, like, a, um, a, like a mountain Mike's like Domino's pizza, round table pizza type arcade machine. What was it called? Do you remember? It says <clears throat> magic, the gathering Armageddon. No, no. I, I remember there being a, like a wizards and warriors, like a arcade 
I mean, oh, you might be thinking of Gauntlet arcade. Legends. Yeah, Dark I was going to say Gauntlet. Yeah, yeah never mind. Like I'm thinking of Gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> that game rocked. So. That game ruled. Yep. <laughs> Anything anyway, to say, Mike? <laughs> so this is the Gathering of the Juggalos, right? <laughs> ICP! Mike? Uh, Mike? <laughs> I just keep seeing the screen of turning the mic on and turning the mic off. Like, yeah. should I? No, fuck these nerds. <laughs> I'm sure he'll leave and then come back. No, maybe. Um, no, we're still recording, so... Okay. Don, you want to just keep going? I'm up. Mike? Mike? Snake? Snake? Snake! <laughs> Snake! Ah. Snake! Snake! Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> He's okay. gonna do a little run in at the end. Who's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that? <laughs> da, da, da. So... It's Kane! It's Kane! It's gotta be Kane! <laughs> so, I guess the only thing to add for me is. When I first got introduced was the video game Magic the ba- Magic the Gathering Battlegrounds, but at the time I didn't know that it was a card game. I was just like, "Oh, this video game is pretty cool." And then when I heard about the card game, I thought, "Oh, that's pretty cool. They made a card game out of this video game from 2003." And I found out it was the re- reverse. And I was like, "Oh, this card game's been around for a while." But I never bought any cards or even tried to look into it more until college where I had a roommate that played Magic the Gathering, and then that was where I played a couple of games with him and our other roommate. We did a 1v1v1, which was interesting oh, and pretty awesome. cool. Is but that then... like, uh, Bobby, put it in Wrestle Talk for me. Is that like a Fatal 4-Way? It's a Tornado Tag. Uh, it would be like a table ah, Tornado. Okay. Anybody threat. can jump in. Yeah, Triple Threat. And yeah. You can attack anybody. As long as you can put it in wrestling terms, I'll always understand. Yeah. Okay. And a lot, a lot of it, too, is like, you ready to team up against this one guy who's probably a little bit stronger and might have more expensive cards? <laughs> yeah. Well that's, well, that's what we did. The two newbies were like, well, obviously, target the, the veteran here. Mm. Smart. Yeah, that, that was about it with Magic. And then <clears throat> the only other time is when I played Dungeons & Dragons with a group, and if I got there early... Um, a lot of them were playing Magic the Gathering before our campaign. Sick. So I, I feel like I'm surrounded by Magic the Gathering people, but I have never thought about going down that rabbit hole. Yo, yeah, well, Bobby, so, you were big on D&D, though, right? Still am. I, I still play every week, yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah, I'm super, to... super into You got room? <laughs> <laughs> we're actually... Let me know. Let me know afterwards, because there's a, there's a guy that does uh he's a great guy um but he kind of just starting out and he's like he's fantastic but he, he they also write like mini scripts for horror movies and sci-fi movies like they have like a a reddit group and they all do it so like that's where they kind of started from my brother invited me so and we're starting a new campaign soon so if you're serious let me know well, i've never played before but i'm i've been watching some stuff and i'm like i would i definitely want to give it a shot i'm definitely want to try oh it's awesome you know? it's 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 really really great um it's very yeah can't say enough yeah, about it same to... same with magic you just can't Before find like a topic <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah okay also i, um... I do know uh magic the gathering has like one of the most expensive cards uh of all time um which is the black lotus oh yeah that card yeah sold i mean it's for overpowered and eleven thousand dollars and it's overpowered. Three, three land cards, dude. Come on, that's overpowered. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. It's cheap. Okay. Uh, quick question: Do I need to go over like the rules? Everything. Me, me, and Mike know nothing. <laughs> I, I figure that's why I wrote a quick summary, or at least I say quick. <laughs> I mean, we'll see how it goes. All right, here we go. So, quick summary of how to play Magic: The Gathering. You use a deck of 60 cards, you draw 7 at the start, play 1 land card per turn to use his mana, to cast spells, you use the mana, attack your opponent with creatures or use them to block your opponent's creatures, 
There's six different kinds of spells, but I won't go in depth about that. The game board is set up so you can put creature spells and lands on there. There's a spot for your deck, or they call it a library. There's a spot for a graveyard where your cards go afterward. And there's even an exile pile, which is a little different from the graveyard. But again, I'm just going to keep it simple. When you want to use mana... The card reads good. Thanks for keeping it simple. <laughs> uh, when you want to use mana to cast a spell, you just turn the land card sideways to indicate that you've used up mana. And then you play the card and you tell them, here's what my card does or here's what I'm doing. Um, there's five colors. Red for fire, green for forest, white for light, blue for water, and black for death. Um, each have their own strengths and weaknesses, generally. Um, you can, you don't have to play like a one color. You can actually mix and match colors. You can have red and green, or you could do three colors. It's pretty rare, but I have seen some people do four colors. And mm -hmm. I'm sure that there's people out there that try to do all five colors, but those people well, are crazy. what do the colors do? They're just, they have different gameplay styles. I'd say like red is all about like doing heavy damage and being quick, like fast attacking. So, so to put it in wrestling terms, so it's like a brawler as opposed to a technical wrestler as opposed to a, uh, you could say a that. rough uh, deck. <laughs> I guess green for forest is like a big tank. He's all about just getting stronger and stronger and then just smack you with one big powerful attack. The big white, gotcha. white is all about getting health, I would say, and they're unique because they have, uh, I forget what it's called, first strike, I think, where like you can attack first and not take damage right away, and if it kills the creature, then they die first. Blue is all about like controlling the battlefield. They, make, they have a lot of spells that like cancel your opponent from doing stuff, and black is all about think like draining creatures health and then either giving it to you or using that health to attack your opponent kind of thing kind of sounds like a um it sounds like a medic kind of in a bobby like team fortress 2 <laughs> yeah uh, you you would yeah it, it was yeah the white is definitely like heals like they heal they have priests and stuff like that that pretty much just like and you don't have a set you don't have a set um, – like, you can go up if I believe I'm reading the rules correct. Um, or I believe when I played, like – or at least our rules was, like, if you played a white deck, like, you can go as much health as you want to. Like, there was no yeah. limit. Like, you couldn't, like, oh, no, you can't go past a certain number. It was, like, no, you can – like, there's there was a card that I had specifically because I played, like, a white and blue deck. So I would mill your cards. Like, I would take your cards away and, like, and eliminate them, kind of like a Royal Rumble. Thank you, go, Brett. Ooh. <laughs> but, uh, thank you, thank you like for sticking Rumble. with the wrestling theme. <laughs> there you go. So I'll cut your... I'm back and I'm hitting everybody with chairs. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I, out. <laughs> I told you I was going to do a run-in. Ah! <laughs> I'll, I'll blade for that. I'll blade for that. Keep going. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks for the uh, ear assault. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. And his name is John Cena. Da, 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 da. <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> okay. Mike, any questions so far? But yeah, that yeah. was that was a good explanation of what they. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not done yet. <laughs> I was gonna say quickly on the cards, it'll tell you how much mana and what specific type of colors it needs in order to be cast. <clears throat> Most MTG games are played 1v1, but it is designed for more, either 2v2 or, as I said, 1v1v1. 1v1. Or you could do more if you really want to be insane. So, out of curiosity, I get the, the concept of like the 2v2. When you're like 1v1v1v1, how do you actually decide who attacks who? Is it just like a free-for-all, or is it... There's well, I mean, I'll explain in a bit but it's basically you just say these creatures are going to attack this player and then that player will decide if he has creatures okay i'm going to use this creature to block this creature and the creatures that don't get blocked deal direct damage to the player to their life points 
See, this is why me and Baker never got into this kind of shit. It's it's a no no, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. One, it's a lot of math. We both graduated from Ignatia Valley High School. And then two, I don't know if you had the same kind of thing, Baker, but I collected very briefly the there was a, a system called the Versus system, which I don't I think it's the same Wizards of the Coast guys, but I don't know. But it was based off of DC and Marvel. And I bought a package of one on accident because I was trying to buy some other stuff. And I opened it up and I'm like, oh, it's a fucking card game. So apparently it was made for guys like me where it's supposed to be super simple, not a whole lot of anything, just regular addition and subtraction. And I could not get it. I could not understand it. And, and, I, and I literally kept buying cards because I kept thinking, well, one of these days I'm going to understand this and I want to be ready. And I was never ready. <laughs> Like, so there's a box in my, in my house. I don't know how many cards we're talking like 200 cards in there. Don't know how to play a single one. Not a single fucking one. They might be worth some money by now. No, fuck that. I did that thing though. where like, I don't know if you guys collect baseball cards as a kid, but I did that thing that I, that I did as a kid where like, I would put my baseball cards down and like, you know, this guy is, you know, playing home. This guy's playing, you know, catcher and blah, 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 blah. And I did the exact same thing. And I'm in my, what? I'm like 19, I think, when that game came out. I'm just like, I'm like lining them all up as if like, as if I knew what I was doing because to practice, never understood a single word. It was it, it was one v one v one v one, and they were all me. Like like Venom's catching, Spider-Man's pitching. I I literally would just have them like like the artwork like standing up against each other, and be like, oh, this one's way cooler. Then I'd knock the other one down. And be like I think I get this game. But please, please continue. I'm just, I'm just saying. I tried, and it's not made. It, you have to have, you have to be a certain kind of wavelength. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To want to sit there and understand and like actually figure it out. And Magic's been around forever. I'm pretty sure they've tried to dumb it down for my dumbass. It's like uh, that that dress, like you know, is it blue or is it gold? And like, oh, it's only made for people who see the dress as gold. But me and Mike mm-hmm. see it as blue, and it's like, I'm sorry, you, you can't play this. You can't play cards. Yeah. It's just not meant for your brain. We, we saw the dress game, and we were like, we are going to suck at Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the future, just one glimpse in the mirror. Do I need to go through the phases, the different phases of like sitting down and how you actually play? Do you guys really want to know? Okay, let's remember that you're talking to me and Brett, so fucking yes, and if I hate it, I'll cut okay. it out. Yeah, wait, so, you can stand up and play? I suppose if you wanted to, but probably not. They'd probably be like, nah, sit down. <laughs> okay, I thought that sounded like it mattered. Alright, so each turn has different phases, starting with the beginning phase. You untap all of your cards, which is put them all upright. Then resolve any abilities that, if the cards say, at the start of your turn, then you'll use those abilities and then you draw a card from your deck. Next phase is the main phase. This is where you can add a land card from your hand and cast as many spells as you like so long as you have the mana for them. The next is the combat phase, and here you decide which creatures are going to attack the enemy player. Your opponent will then decide which creatures he wants to use to block which attackers, or he can just decide not to block and take the damage. But keep in mind, if you just summon a creature, then that turn, then they get what's called summoning sickness, which means they can't attack that until your next turn. Unless the card says otherwise. And that's kind of a common theme, is here's technically the rules, unless a card says otherwise in the description. And believe me, there's a lot of exceptions to cards, and it gets so annoying. So is it like Uno, where you kind of have your house rules? You don't really have to follow everything exactly? Sometimes, but it depends on what those rules are. But usually it's just... there's. But it's like, there's so many cards that like skip this rule that you start to think that is the rule. And then people go, no, 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 this is what the actual rules are. It's just there's so many cards that make that exception that you forget what the actual rule is. <laughs> interesting yeah let's see now exactly how combat phase breaks down is this you declare the beginning of combat you have to say it out loud some cards have abilities that say at the beginning of combat and then their ability activates 
Then you declare specifically which of your creatures are attacking by turning the car the creature card sideways. Then the other player gets to decide which creature blocks which one. Uh, if any, if he used any creatures to attack on his turn, then he can't use them to block. He also decides which creatures <clears throat> he gets to block. And if the attacker isn't blocked, then it, uh, the damage gets calculated on their life points. Lastly, there's the end of combat, which means players resolve any abilities on any card that read at the end of combat, trigger at this point. Then the next phase is actually main phase number two. You can do all the same stuff as the first main phase. If you didn't play a land card, you can play it here now. Uh, this is mainly for if any creatures are still alive after combat, you can deal any last minute spells to finish them off. Because then you get to the last phase, the end phase. First step is any abilities that trigger at the beginning of the end step happen here. Then there's the cleanup step, which means if you have more than seven <laughs> cards, you must discard them to the graveyard until you're back down to seven cards in your hand, and then remove any damage markers on creatures, so basically they heal back to full health. And then finally, any effects that say until the end of your turn, these effects end here, then it's your opponent's turn who follows the same steps. Um... To win the game, Mikey, you need Mikey, to reduce... do you smell toast? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I do. But... What's funny is I don't have any bread. <laughs> don't worry, almost there. To win the game, you need to reduce your opponent's life points to zero, either through creatures or spells that can damage them directly. Uh, there is another way. If a player runs out of cards, then they lose at the beginning of their turn when they're supposed to draw a card. I'm totally playing really exciting stock music under this, just to see what happens. <laughs> so it sounds like games at least have an endpoint. However, in tournaments, they have a timer of about an hour because they need to stay on schedule and get Probably players or something like that started on their next matches. So if a winner isn't declared by the end of the timer, then every game plays now I know why you want to hate five me. more rounds. And if there still isn't a winner, then the game ends in a draw. Uh, okay. It's just one of those thing. days where you don't want to wake up. <laughs> and then just one more quick thing about competitive MTG rules. There are two. Only we can fly. There are two main forms of MTG tournaments: constructed and draft. Constructed is players build their own deck before the event, and depending on Godsmack the event, had a few of those, right? Scorpion King and stuff? which might have a list of banned cards or limit players to specific types of decks. Like you can only use cards from the most recent release set. I told you this once. Ah, stand alone. <laughs> yeah, almost there. Draft. Is, or they call it limited, are events where players have to construct a deck at the event. And this is usually they sit in, a, in groups in a circle, and each player will open up a fresh pack. And... I lost my train of thought. <laughs> when Mike started talking. Sorry. You had the draft? That's uh, what he's here for. He's here for yeah. chaos. <laughs> Usually involves <laughs> players sitting in groups in a circle and each player will open a fresh pack and pick a card to keep. Then they pass it to the next person and it'll just keep going until everyone has a deck. Uh, most tournaments follow the Swiss style tournament, which involves pairing players based on their current record to ensure similar skilled pairing. It's like everyone Not starts at zero, zero. And then... If you I thought totally thought I misheard him. I'm like Swiss. Swiss style. I can't do <laughs> so if you want a match, you play against someone who also won a match, and then if you lost, you play someone who lost. So it tries to stay uh, similar pairing. Mm -hmm. And then there's other stuff: planeswalker points, pro points, competing in the PPTQs, which is like your local game shop have like tournaments, and then. If you qualify, then you go to your regional, and then if you do really well there, then you go to the pro tour, and 
that's pretty much MTG stuff, I think, to know about. Did you ever think to yourself, I should be a tournament guy? No, I never. I just tried it twice with my roommate, and I was just like, oh, yeah, this seems like pretty cool, but I'm not going to be buying tons of cards and try to go pro or anything. Heck no. I bought 200 cards for a game I don't know how to play. <laughs> but I do encourage you guys to look for the MTV uh, commercial from the 90s where they were trying to make MTG look like this like manly or macho card game. It's actually pretty hilarious. They have two pro players, Mike Long and Mark Justice, who are on this list. How are they not um, wrestlers? Those are wrestler names. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're in a tag team called oh, Truth and that's Justice. That's fucking great. That's right. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, but it's, it's funny because they, they make them seem like they're playing like speed chess where they're just playing these cards and they're just like, I block here. Come on. You're getting sloppy. Like they're acting hecka tough. And they've got this chick and this uh, group of guys looking like they're in front of like a Santa Cruz, like beach or something. But you can tell like they're, they're <laughs> oh, like on I a set. The era of uh, MTV where it was all like the mighty beach house stuff. Yeah. God, I miss that shit. Yeah. And so they're trying to show off like this, macho card game and they're like this game is super intense and she's like they don't look so tough and they're like this guy over here mark justice he started a riot he's so cool <laughs> he, he killed four people <laughs> <laughs> don't worry we'll, we'll get to it i'm gonna talk about it later That's don't worry I'm getting, i heard his parents are divorced I'm getting real schmitz gay vibes you know from snl looks like you boys need to get wet <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just try like typing in '90s MTV Magic: The Gathering special and see if it That's comes amazing. up. I haven't seen. It's wow. really funny. Poor Dan Cortez. <laughs> Magic Magic has always had those people. At least like every now, like back in the day, I used to be like, oh, I have some time to spare. Like I'll go to Black Diamond Games. Or, like I'll go to a card shop to play. Like just random people. But there all there's all, there would always be this one like fabled guy that beats everybody who's like at a corner drinking coke and he always has like somebody with him to like hype him up like there was this time at black diamond where like this guy was like yeah i'll play you like okay cool and like there was a guy behind him being like yeah that's a great card nice job nice job and like <laughs> he had a hype and I remember, man. <laughs> yeah he had a hype man he literally had a hype man he's like ooh, don't play that card and then like me and my brother like we're like looking at each other and i was all like "Ooh, eddie that's a crazy card like we went back and forth but like he like he ended you up, guys like, are in trouble <laughs> you know, it was like that and i think my other friend who like has always been like had like a 30 year old build like super huge like yeah. and like who was like 60 at the time was like hey can you uh can you stop that to his friend and like, okay, okay, cool. <laughs> but like there like there's a there's a heavy masculinity when it comes to like uh manliness when it comes to magic the gathering on some people like there's always these fabled person and like every store like ooh, don't hit don't get to spencer don't talk to him like he's he's good like he's got a bunch what? of people that's gonna cheer him on <laughs> Well, I remember, I remember seeing, um, um, what's his name? Uh, Terry Crews. I remember oh, him, yeah. he was into a, a card game. It might have been magic, but he was into something. And I remember he, there were a, a whole, they made a whole commercial about it, you know, but I, I can't I wouldn't remember be the surprised. card game, but I wouldn't but, be but surprised. Super like... intense flipping cards, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I know, I know Post Malone's into it right now too. Like he's, he's all over a lot of the magic scene, which is crazy. So it's I a like pop, it's an insanely popular game. I think it's probably the most, I'm, I'm sure I feel like besides like Jim Rummy and stuff like that, like, I feel like it's yeah. the longest game, um, competitive game or longest card game. That's not, like basic cards like i feel like that has to be it it's not done with a deck like a regular deck of cards right yeah i mean like long you know the longest non regular poker deck yeah yeah honestly yeah. but when i look up like famous like you know quote-unquote famous celebrity magic nerds it's guys that you would think like your seth rogan's your Patton oswalds but then you have like nathan i guess nathan Fillion's kind of in that 
nerdy well, subculture. Handsome you have, like, boat, yeah. Right? <laughs> but then you have, like, Brandon Routh, you have, like, Superman, former Superman places. Mm-hmm. Brandon Jordan, Routh. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt places. Also handsome grab butt, you know? Oh, they're all handsome. Incredibly they're all handsome. handsome. Yeah, all, they all are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's funny because the list I'm looking at, <laughs> the, the list I'm looking at, it's like, it's like you, you think, you know, Seth Green, and then for some reason, Jason Alexander, and then out of nowhere, it's Newfound Glory. Like, all of Newfound <laughs> all Glory of New and, and Yellow Card. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, that's, that's, it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like you better include everyone, Zach. When I said everyone, I mean guitar tech, seamstress. Well, that's that's the that's oh. the that's the insane virus that is Magic the Gathering. Like, as soon as you play, like you want to play against more people, but you also want to like teach people how to play so you can beat them. <laughs> it's like, ah, yes, let me show you how to play. Oh, I killed you! Like, I think do, do you know, you know how to play the Versus series? Because again, two hundred. Fucking cards. <laughs> well, I think that's cards in general. Like uh, Mikey, remember with Rat Screw? You know, we got everyone into Egyptian Rat Race. You know, there was like a whole right, summer right, right. where we had gotten, you know, every single one of our friends to play Egyptian Rat Race. It was just. Uh, has anyone? Have you guys played the Egyptian Rat Race or Rat Screw? I've heard it's about like, it. It's like, I don't think I've ever played. It's it. like multiplayer war, like the card game war. It's the same kind of thing. It's just card. If you get something, a card game that's, you can have a lot of people that's addictive enough that's got a great idea, you know. You can get well, everybody. It's, it's like that for anything, though. Like, you immediately, because obviously your, your, your core group of friends are all going to be, in, you hope they're all into the same kind of geeky mold. So if you get something like magic, your immediate reaction is like, well, fuck, I hope I can get all, everybody else into magic because I'm having mm-hmm. fun. And two, if you're new and I can teach you, just, just like Boosh was saying, I'm going to kick everybody's ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, there's an excitement there. Like, I, that's how I got into fucking World of Warcraft. Yeah. I was not a Warcraft guy, but, like, two, three people that I knew were like, you gotta play this game. Like, fuck it, I'll try it. I got sorta hooked, kinda. And then out of nowhere, it was just like, hey, um, we need you to play, like, on Sunday at 9 a.m. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> we need this guy or that guy. And then I was out. <laughs> then it became a job. But in, until then, 100%, it was like, let's teach Mike how to, or in this, you know, this variation, let's teach Mike how to play World of Warcraft. I got in there and I'm like, this is pretty fucking fun. I get to, you know, drink and goof around with my buddies, you know, throw what, you know, throw fireballs all day. 100% understand why magic has that hook completely. Yeah. I mean, at one point I was spending like not not to be like I was working and I think I was living like 14 or 15. For some reason I was getting like social security from my dad, so I get like $500 like a month because he was in the military somehow i don't know what it was like 14 15 and i was like cool but i would spend i just liked that he was in the military he was in vietnam he fought so that you could get those magic cards that's what he he was in i don't i don't know what war it was uh world war my father is not buried in arlington so i couldn't play magic the gathering assholes yeah, I don't know. He was like in the War of the Alamo or something. I don't something like that. But War of the Alamo. <laughs> but he. But My I dad wasn't the... face down in the dirt so that you could flip that monster car, baby. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you excuse me, me and my Misty Rainforest card are going home. <laughs> <laughs> right before he died on the battlefield, I hope my son could play magic cards. <laughs> But uh, but I would spend like legit all of the five hundred dollars like on magic cards, like I was addicted. Like I would spend, and I would have no, no five hundred dollars though. How much are magic? Magic. Cards? So we knew an old magic place, like or an old baseball card place that used to sell magic cards for like super discounted for some reason, and like the new sets. So they'd be like a dollar or two dollars. But Matt, like the decks are usually like. They, the place we got them at were like three dollars each, but now they're like seven dollars, like per per wow. per deck. Yeah, I, yeah, it, it was crazy. But like, I would have no problem spending like on whole boxes and just looking through them. Like, it was insane. That is That's, pretty crazy. Did you hear that? I mean, not to derail, but you heard that story about how they buried a bunch of magic cards in the dumpster or in the desert. I know the E.T. game, but I didn't know they did magic. Now, actually, now that I think about it, I, that sounds familiar. That's crazy. God damn, it was. It was actually. Yeah, I, I guess it was. I, here, take it for what you will. I guess it was on Reddit. Oh yeah. Some dude took a photo of like just boxes of magic cards, and he's just like, 
I don't know what these are, but there's there's all these cards. They're perfect condition in the desert. He takes a photo of it, takes a couple boxes for himself. All these Reddit nerds, you know, rightfully so, are like, dude, that's amazing. You got to go back there and get it. A couple days later, he goes back there and all the cards are destroyed. Like, whoever buried them obviously saw the Reddit post and just destroyed everything. God. That's crazy. You can, you, if it's like, I think I remember, I saw that actually on Reddit. You can literally take those cards, like open up any shop on the side of the road or anything like that, or just like, and sell those cards $4 each. And you'd make so much money. You'd make so much money. Like everywhere has magic cards, like baseball shops, like just because like, that's, that's crazy. That's yeah. But you'd be ruining the business of the guy selling strawberries next to you, you know? That's just not cool. You you put your hands together. You put your hands together. It's strawberries and magic. You can buy a deck. You have to buy a basket of strawberries. You know, work together. (laughs) You will get somebody. You know what I mean? Somebody will turn their car around, I guarantee you. Absolutely. So, Boosh, did you do tournaments too, or did you just mostly just play? I did. So, I did some tournaments. I did, like... A couple tournaments because like after i collected so much and i spent so much money on them um like i only had that like stipend or whatever from my dad for like a year and i would spend like that but then i like didn't have any money but i started working though but i realized that like the amount of money and living on my own since i was like 17 was like ah i gotta like figure something out so like when i that's when i kind of figured out drafting like where you just pay fifteen dollars i think it was like fifteen or twenty dollars like everybody pays fifteen to twenty dollars to get into the tournament but it also buys you like five packs and so that's like you like um what shadow spartan was saying like you can open up a pack and like each one like it's like all right left right front are you ready to open up this pack and then you go through the 15 cards and you could pick out the card you want to build your deck around or Or you can like, or if you find like a special foil card that you know that's worth like twenty dollars, and you can sell back to the shop, you can take that too. Like you can be like, ooh, I don't know, that card's kind of expensive though, but I'll just have it. And and, like, if somebody passes you that card, you can take their card from the deck that, or or the pack that they had. It's very interesting. So, I put that. This is a question for Shadow Spartan too. Considering all the cards that you have right now, like what is your most like prized card? Like what is the most worth mo- the most money in your collection? I have two. Um, I have this one called Baneslayer Angel that's holographic. Um, it used to be worth fifty bucks, um, and it was like super cool. And the art on it is like art on Magic cards are amazing. If you haven't played, I'd imagine just looking up some of the like some art on it. They're amazing. And then I had this, um, which is funny. I got it from a draft, but I had to argue with my brother's wife. We did a draft with his wife used to play and he used to play with a couple other friends, kind of like the revisit and play, um, or actually ex-girlfriend, not a wife. Uh, it's close though. <laughs> but, um, but like they, best I friends, pulled... maidens, cousins, roommate. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like a, a second cousin. Tell us all this time. Tell Vietnam time. veteran. <laughs> Um, <laughs> she was she was down in the mud. Nothing in the mud right. for That's you to get that. My father again <laughs> did not fight in Iraq. Uh, no, literally, he didn't fight in Iraq. He's like eighty. But I I pulled this holographic Jace card, which is a planeswalker. Um, and at that time, it was like crazy, and I was like, I'm keeping this card. But I kept it kind of secret. Like I was like, oh, I put it down. I'm not going to tell anybody because I was like, I don't know why, but I was excited about it. But like we all put in money to buy these things. And so anyways, um, when we were leaving, she was like, oh, I'm taking my card. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. That's my holographic chase card. And we got in like a weird argument. This is the first time I met her, like was like playing this game with her. Please tell me this is the reason why your your brother divorced her. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I'm uh, pretty sure it was 100%. <laughs> like, because I was like, no, I'm so sorry. We, we smell our own kind. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, but yeah, but that, that, that the holographic Jace card, I don't know how much that was, but it was like a different, it was a different look for like a variant of what it was supposed to look like. And I was like, sick. But like, we argued and I got that card back. And now it's one of my bookmarks in a package. Like I'm like, oh, put it there. Like a special bookmark. I don't know why. 
Oh, that's pretty cool. So it was it was worth eighty back then. So is it worth more now, or is it worth eighty now? Let's see. Um, I'll let, yes, fifty bucks. It's oh, excuse me, eighty dollars. You can, sorry, yeah. Fifty dollars now. It's going down. What? What? See, because we did this in 2013, and the same card. If you get it, like, um, what do you call it uh, when you do CTG or whatever, like for a comic books, like there's somebody selling it for six hundred and fifty dollars, and it's graded right. mint condition. Oh, if you get it graded, like right? Yeah, but you're not gonna act. You yourself will never sell it for six hundred. No, it. I broke up my brother's relationship because of that, so I think that's a little bit. Better she died. She. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that why you like playing as zombies? Because you want to try to bring things back to life. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> well, that's that's the competitive stuff that I did. I pretty much did that, and then I and then I um I got stomped every time. People just kept on picking flyers, and I was like, oh, there's a trick because you can't block flyers without a flying one. And I was just like, every time I played, and I was like, oh man, I'm just getting my butt kicked by people doing flyers. And I never played flyers. I never was like, yeah, now I'm gonna play. And but I was like, nah, I don't have much time, and then I got a full time job that took everything away. Well, that's so pretty cool, though, man. I'm, I'm glad you at least got to test yourself out against high competition. What Dang. about you, Dom? Dom, what did you have? Did you have any cards? You still have any cards or anything left um, over? Dom, not, didn't, Dom didn't apply himself, though. He didn't go into tournaments. Not not Magic the Gathering. No tournaments. No. Um, I guess the most valuable card I had was a Blue Eyes White Dragon. I don't know what that means. Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! Come on! Hell yeah! Expensive. It sounds dope. But yeah, I never did any tournament. And just a little racist. <laughs> <laughs> like that's on the back of a motorcycle game. Wow, Mike! College, great. You know what I mean? Like that. There's no way it's not. Great segue, by the way. Speaking of racist. <laughs> yes. Because. <laughs> Let's get to our first story. It's <laughs> just funny you say that. It's like, oh, great segue. So, you ready for the first, I guess, scandal? You know what's funny is I actually forgot why we were doing this. I'm like, are we just talking about <laughs> magic? I forgot we had a point to this bullshit. No, but this is perfect because Wizards, just a year in, in 1994, <clears throat> they had an artist, Harold McNeil who designed a few cards for NTG, um, but later they were removed because they could be interpreted as, um, well, racist. Um, Jewy the elf? (laughs) (laughs) No, let's see. Here's one of their cards. Well, the picture... I, can't, I guess I'll just say it. Uh, They kind of look like Ku Klux Klan members, but were colored black. Um, like the grand it's just a misunderstanding <laughs> un- un- until you read the title of the card and it says invoke prejudice. What? Um, yeah, get, getting what? a little worse there, but but again, maybe it's just a coincidence. Oh no, you read the description, it says if your opponent tries summoning a creature but it doesn't match the same color as one of yours, the mana cost is doubled. No, oh my, oh my god. god. And the worst part of it is every card has an ID number. This one specifically was 1,488. And if you don't know, 1,488 are two really important numbers for Nazis and white supremacists. No! Conveniently, it happened to have that number. Oh, my God. I knew that. I knew that. That's yeah. insane. As the only brown person in the room, I I actually know all those numbers. <laughs> Jesus. And you said there's... I have to protect myself. The most self-hating Asian man. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you said there's two more cards that got banned after that one by the same oh, there's artist? Like, I think there's like seven of them, I think it was. but <gasps> By the, the same the, artist? Is, did anybody ask any questions of the artist? Well, here's the thing. Probably the most obvious one, in my opinion, was a white magic card called Cleanse, which destroys all black. Oh wait, wait, wait. fuck which off! Which destroys all black creatures in play. Oh my god! What? So, <laughs> yeah, MTG has removed all the all of his cards that he made for them, and they're all banned in all tournaments. Who made the cards, Clayton Bigsby? 
Uh, his name is Harold McNeil. Is he still doing stuff? And has he ever? Okay, Bush, your turn to defend these cards. <laughs> uh, I don't know what he's up to. I haven't bothered to look him up. That's crazy. But uh, yeah, that was probably the biggest, I guess, scandal when it came to Wizards of the Coast, in terms of within the organization. But I'm sure that there's probably many more. But is this so? I knowing nothing about the general culture of Magic the Gathering. Is this something that people were like furious about, or were people like cool with this kind of thing? Um, it seemed like it was kind of swept under the rug a little bit. Like, oh. As soon as it was like brought to their attention, don't worry, guys, we're no longer doing business with him and all of his cards that he made for us. Nope, not allowed. <clears throat> but they they got See, into the release. Okay. Like it got to they were yeah. released. Were they ever released? Uh, yeah, public? just a year in. <laughs> they came out in 1993, oh, and then uh, man, it got cleared yeah, by someone. Is, at least this story came out in 1994. So yeah, just a year in, and it's like, oh, here we go. To be fair. To be fair, I, I can 100% see, because obviously Magic is this giant corporation chain, I can 100% see somebody just kind of blindly going like, all right, artwork's done, whatever, it does whatever, fuck it. Sounds cool. <laughs> all right. That's crazy. That's, that's, uh, that's... Why, why, why <laughs> what do you say to that? <laughs> why do the Dark Elf killing White Elf? <laughs> 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 I'm gonna use my my white elf to. Uh, no, maybe that's not a good idea to say. <laughs> yeah. I would like to eradicate. Whoa! Look, what? Look, Wait, you can, as you can... as CEO of Magic the Gathering, I will 100% say that we've gotten rid of the racist cleanse card. And but here's the thing: um, the heritage but not hate card still allowed tournament play. Go ahead. I was gonna say white elf uh, uses curb stomp. I'll see myself out. Okay, muting, and it's been fun, guys. I'm not on the part of the show anymore. So, my next edit, delete. <laughs> <laughs>